from the TCL Broadcast Studios. It's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. That had two hours ago. It's the first I've ever. Because you're not listening, Matt. At the very beginning of the show, I said, into in the memory of Barbara Carlson, yeah. Pat and I will do the three to four hour in the hot tub. Yes. And then not at any point did you say, make sure you have a hot tub sounder. Do you have ready. a hot tub sounder? This sounds a little like Babbitt. The boys quibbling with each other, doesn't it? Let me, let me, I got a great... Uh, a note from Janet Schultz, Pat, okay. who said, yeah. I liked Barbara. I'm sorry to hear of her passing. It took me time to locate this picture of her, my brother, and I. We were the only ones to take her up on our weekly invitation to join her on her Friday hot tub broadcast. Okay. She couldn't have been more gracious and funny. We were allowed to go into her home to change into our swimsuits. <laughs> she lived in the upper level of a duplex in Kenwood, and yes. her lower level neighbors were not amused. My brother thought he would escape going into the hot tub because he conveniently forgot to bring a swimming suit, but it was his lucky day because I brought one for him. Okay. This picture lives on to my brother's eternal consternation, but that's what happens when you hang out with me and we end up with Barbara Carlson. It was a great experience. I'll never forget. R.I.P. Barbara. And, of course, Barbara, in the tub, in the has tub. got her pearl necklace on. Yes, she, she does. does. And uh, I found a little... There are. See if you, oh, how that water feel? Uh, yeah, it's, it's huh? okay. It's Lather okay. me up. Tub. <laughs> I never... Uh, I, I, I always resisted the urge to joining Barbara. A full-figured me and Barbara, that could have caused a flood, man. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been something. Boy, she did a new liner. A new I've had liner. some beauties. I had Davis. I had the great Yatesy. I had uh, Willie Clark, briefly. Yep. yep. I had... Uh, 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 Mylon and Mischke. Mylon and Mischke. Freddie Mertz for a couple of weeks. Never heard from Mertz. this guy was. Uh, well, you ever worked work with Barbara. But I had Barbara. She's uh, uh, the most... Un- Tory Ryder in the afternoon. Yep. That was always interesting. Yeah. But uh, that was... Uh, Barbara was uh, by far the most interesting. And, of course, she particularly enjoyed it in about 2000. She was on from 98 to 2002 for the morning show. Before that, she did the 9 to, 9 to 11. 9 to 11. 9 to 1050. 9 to 1050, which was a really good coach. It was kind of the first current event show in town. She was interviewing politicians. When, did, when was the period when she was talking about her husband's artificial swimsuit area? That was more 98 to, be, to 2002. That had a bicycle pump to get that yeah, thing right. going. Yeah, yeah. right. Pete, she was... Uh, <laughs> She was revealing some things that probably Pete would have preferred not to have out there in public. Well, let's put it this way. She was candid. She was an open book. An open book. She was an open book. Uh, what, but, is that sound, what is that called on your library, <laughs> that, that noise? Uh, this, this right here? Yeah. Uh, Hot Tub Sounder. <laughs> RelaxingWhiteNoise.com. Okay, okay. That's good. Can you turn it down? You can take it off now. Touch? Yeah. Okay. Now that we know that you can do it. Yeah. Well, uh, call it. every once in a while she'd pop up, and usually the boys, Babs and the boys, the boys would have the would carry the sports conversation. But once in a while she'd be fired up and. Uh, what does emailer What does emailer Janet Schultz mean when she said that she and her brother were the only ones? 
to take her I, up. I on. guess she had. Did she? Had, I thought she had guests in the hot tub. Maybe one time she uh, uh, had put listeners. it out to the public okay. or something. Yeah, listeners get in the uh, hot tub with Barb. Yeah. I wonder when she when Babs came up with that idea, what management. They they pretty much let her do what she wanted. To well, do. Cal Spa was a huge sponsor, oh, so that okay. was oh. she had a custom Cal Spa done, oh, man. Okay. and that was the big. Let's do a Friday hot tub show. How mm-hmm. did she go from the riches to rags? What happened? There was a big well, piece she, in the Star Tribune. Yeah. I don't remember. Well, reading. she basically said her whole life. She said had two words: charge it. Oh, okay. <laughs> she uh, <laughs> spent. Uh, she she just you know she just ran out of dough. She just words. ran out of money. Okay, uh, but she didn't run out of. Uh, uh, her taste for the high life, I guess. But she liked estate sales. Um, mm-hmm. She liked antiquing. She liked all that stuff. And she was pretty good at it, too. I bet she, she never came money. into one of those estate sales and paid retail. I bet she'd try to beat you up bad. Right? Oh, I want to buy this for right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she'd probably get in their face. Uh, well, the program director, uh, Brad Lane, was uh, had the privilege of working with her. We're going to have him in for a couple of minutes at 4.15 or so to... To recall the Babs and the Boys show. One year, Joe, I was diligently keeping track of her unexcused absences. Mm -hmm. Because when she was doing 5 a.m. to 9 a.m., she wasn't totally reliable (laughs) as far as showing up for work. And uh, Remember. So so when it was a non-vacation period and she didn't show up, I had a little, uh, I was on the microphone in my studio then, I mean, in my home. home. Yeah. And I would, I had a little accounting there mm-hmm. on the side. And then I said, Babs, you missed yesterday. It wasn't a vacation day. You've now had 16 unexcused absences. <laughs> that had really upset her. She was, she was really bad that I was keeping track of her unexcused absences. Remember that when you filled in for Barbara Carlson, that was full-time work. If you were a fill-in for Barbara, it was almost full-time work. That's how I got my gig. <laughs> I know. I really? Know yeah. 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 Fill in Filling for, in for a couple Barbara. mornings. Boy, the the you must have been greeted like a old long lost buddy by those morning guys to have someone marginally sane coming yeah. in to do the show. <laughs> she and was, you know now that you mention it, I, I probably did it so often uh-huh. that that's why I ended up with the show because she must have had too many absences. Oh yeah, she. Uh, well, they said once in a while she'd go out here and there's a little couch out here, and she'd. Uh, going to do a little reading beforehand and she'd fall dead asleep because it was five in the morning and they wouldn't wake her up they just Just start doing the show plus she was in her nightgown and nobody wanted to approach 20 25 she'd come bursting through the doors saying uh, yeah she was uh she was a beauty there's no doubt about it hey you uh you're done with wyomania i hope so i really do (laughs) But that's the University of Wyoming Cowboys. Yes, and they. This, this came up today. Uh-huh. The school spent five hundred grand uh, to on a marketing firm in Boulder, and that came up with the slogan: "The world needs more cowboys." Okay, and it's, it's played well with their focus groups. Okay, and all that. but the the uh, faculty, uh, a faction of the faculty, said this this cannot. Uh, be because that suggests heterosexual masculinity and racism and everything else because of the Cowboys. Uh, so we, but even though this, the nickname is the Cowboys, the Cowboys. Of, this, of the school, yeah. what has the school done? Have they backed off? Or no, the school's holding firm. Okay, good. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, it's it's just, it's a bow to the white male. Well, there's been, there were a few black Cowboys. Don't you ever go to a Western? 
Yeah. Movie, you know, there's always a few. Black and there was albums. Brokeback Mountain. Sure, that was. What the That's world right. needs is more Brokeback Mountains. They, that maybe yeah, that. Yeah, could that, be yeah they were both cowboys. What's yeah. the problem? Yeah. And yeah, as Joe cited, no uh, heterosexuality there. No. Blazing Saddles. Yeah, yeah Blazing we had the African American sheriff. Right. We did. Yeah. The sheriff is, is a near. We're not far away. Is near. Not far away at all. Just around the corner. A movie that could not be made oh. in 2018. If you did, it would be your last movie. <laughs> right. Sing oh. me some of those. Oh, my favorite is, my favorite line in the thing is, oh, God. okay, we'll take the African-Americans and the Chinese, mm-hmm. but we didn't use those no, terms, no. but we don't want the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> that was my, and then he said, oh, prairie bleep. We'll take them all. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it when they, damn, we almost lost a $400 push card. <laughs> Hand card. Hand yeah. card. <laughs> yeah. oh, sure. Was it Cleavon Little? Cleavon Little. He couldn't have played that role oh, better. Man, oh, he was, God. Because he, he, he was totally amused by these people. And he tried to get somebody, <laughs> tried to get. They tried to hire somebody else. He got he was the second choice. I can't remember. Oh, it was really? some, some other black guy. I can't remember who it was that they tried to hire. One of my other favorites is they're asking him what you know when they're interviewing him to be part of the team, right. the, the group that's going to the invade Rock Ridge, and then what what crimes do you stampede and you know what do you do you know and the one guy says. Oh, I rustled cattle and I uh, stampede and I rape and I then he did something else and then he said rape again and the guy said he said rape twice he said I like rape <laughs> and you couldn't get away with that no, you can't no, rape that you can't get away today just a moment okay. Show. We are live from Minneapolis, Minnesota, KSTP AM radio, and we want to welcome C-SPAN to the state of Minnesota. We're delighted to have you, and we are going to show you a rip-roaring time in Minnesota, because this is radio with a political bent, but sometimes I do like to goose my guests. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Goose, so to guess? speak. Goose now, was guess? that in the hot tub? Uh, no, I don't. No, I have. So. Uh, you added. That. I have the technology over here to. Uh, <laughs> yes. I can maybe run two at one because okay. I can get a sounder. I got you. I got you. All right. Did you see <laughs> the? Uh, by the way, Francais won. Belgium nothing. Sad to report. I was rooting for Belgium. So can England beat Croatia? They should beat Croatia. Although I Belgium was slightly favored over France today, but even though the referee was crooked. Uh, France. Wouldn't England and France be a wonderful final? Oh, I it guess. would, be, yeah, I don't it would be very good. I've not seen one second of any of this. We nonsense. have the uh, PGA Tour yep. schedule, yep. finally, that starts this fall. You want one on the 4th of July? Starts this fall. That's when we ended up with it, the 4th of July. And that's when the city's kind of empty out. Well, hopefully enough people will stick around. We're going to talk to Hollis a little later. The one good thing might be... The summer schedule now is so short that uh, people will be out looking for FedEx points uh, mm-hmm. even then. The You know when the championship is next year, the Tour Championship? No. August 19th to the 25th. That's getting the early. week The weekend before the Labor Day is when they're going to have it. And Labor Day next year is on the 1st, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's East Lake. Here's what went away. The Bridgestone, gone. 
Oh. Invitational, the World Series at Akron that's been there 100 years. Mm -hmm. That's out. Memphis has now got a WGC event at the end of July for the simple reason that FedEx said, if you want us to renew our hefty contract as the you know, the as the big event, the FedEx Cup points, which is a hundred, tens of millions of dollars contract. We want a WGC World Golf event in Memphis. So they, Akron got uh, shortchanged. Apparently, Akron will end up with some kind of a tournament next year. But the other thing that went away is the Deutsche Bank, the thing in Boston, mm -hmm. which actually had changed sponsors. They're only going to have two playoffs before now instead of three, so they they had Boston, New York, and then the, well, then the suggest, one in the Midwest. Does this suggest golf's falling on hard times? No, it more suggests that yeah. Well, they want to move everything up to get away from the NFL. They get terrible ratings mm. uh, starting on Labor Day. I don't know why they now next year they got to squeeze in the Olympics. So mm -hmm. I don't know what what that does to the schedule next year. But uh, the the two big things to me were what's going to happen to the Deutsche Bank New Yorky one. It's going to uh, the the I think they call it the Northern. I don't even know what the hell they call it now. One. But but it's one of the it's one of the two playoffs. It's going to alternate between New York and Boston now. And then the one out here, the BMW, which BMW is going away as a sponsor. I heard. I read but negotiations are underway. For a ten million dollar winner take all match between Mickelson and Woods. That's what Phil says. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, they're trying to arrange that. I, I, I think. Would that's that be it. exciting or no? If if they're putting their own money in, it would. But uh, the fact that it sponsors money, I mean, two guys over, two guys past their prime. I, I wouldn't give a right. damn who won. So, I would want to see more guys in the field too. Well, then you kind of. I think it'd be purpose. fascinating if you saw Woods throw in his five mil and Mickelson throw in his <laughs> yes, five mil. Yes, right. Yeah, and you had a you have had a notary to say this is their money. Right, and that'd be fun. Then but I wouldn't I, miss I one shot of it. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Well, didn't Woods used to do these midsummer yes. events out in the desert? And well. Most of them, remember, they were at night. They yeah. had lights on the golf course. Yeah. Shadow something. Yeah. It was out in... Uh, Shadow Creek? No, the Shadow Creek is the Vegas Shadow one. Falls. It was out in uh, Southern California It was someplace. in the desert area. It was in the Palm Desert yeah. area. Yep. And they played about two or three of them at night. And they the, the it would start in late daylight and mm -hmm. end up at night so, mm -hmm. with lights. So, uh, Twins, now eight games. Under uh, inching, 500. Inching. And uh, Cleveland's lost three straight. The Twins have gained three games on them. Eight, only eight and a half out, baby. Hey. All we got to do is win the division. Eight and a half out. Yeah. And, and keep playing uh, Kansas City and Baltimore. Yes, Kansas wow, City. Wow, is Kansas City bad? Well, they can't hit. They, yeah. 28 out of, and Danny Duffy, I'd take him in a heartbeat. Yes, I though. would. Man, he's got good stuff. But they've lost 28 out of 32. 28 out of 32. Mm -hmm. What was the great tweet, Pat, we, we were talking about off the air that you... Lanny, <laughs> Jeff Flanagan, he says, I don't know, he said, and now on to Minneapolis for more fun. Right? Or more something Let, the, like, fun continue let in the fun continue in Minneapolis. With the, yeah, he's a veteran ball oh, rider down there, Jeff Flanagan. But they're pretty much 
the, the the Kansas City fan base are they still on cloud nine because of the World Series run? Well, they're not bitter as they you know the, because they went for it and they actually yeah. won it. And then last year they tried to hold serve and and they thought they were going to get the wild card because remember the Twins sold at the, at the deadline, deadline and the Royals kept all their players. And they were five games ahead of the Twins. Mm-hmm. Then they the, went in the tank. Wasn't it the occasion of the Kansas City World Series victory that we learned or we were introduced to the technology and stuff guy? Wasn't that in Kansas City? You're right. Yes, was Because yeah. Bumgarner was holding the trophy when they the lost Giants. it. Yeah, it but Bumgarner beat Kansas City in Game 7. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And then the next year, Kansas City won the World Series. They beat the Kansas Mets. City was in two years in a row. Yeah. It combines class winning and leading um, <laughs> Poor guy. You know, technology and stuff with... Uh, <laughs> why- Wait, let's 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 improve it a little. Let's improve it a little bit. Right. Give it a f- oh, there we go. It combines class winning and leading, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, technology and stuff with uh, Wi-Fi powered by OnStar. Yeah. He w- he would have looked good in a speedo in that. Uh, that guy would with good you and Barbara. To this day, Barbara. to this day, I think GM completely blew it. Yeah, they did. by not capitalizing on yes. this guy. Yeah, in that moment, it. they have no sense. National advertisers have no sense. He would have been on every late night show. Oh, he would have been on billboards. Mm-hmm. The technology and that, stuff. Guy. That night too, in that <laughs> that suit weighed an extra twenty pounds because of sweat. Oh, yeah, he was ringing wet. They should they should have called up Letterman and. Uh, or whoever was on. Get him on. Who? Right Rick from accounting. Say, who do you want? Who <laughs> yeah. wants him? Yeah. Who wants him? We'll ship oh him God. in there, man. <laughs> oh. Wonder if he's still got the job. What was his name, Rick? We don't know. Regional, uh, regional manager. Yes, or something right. like that. <laughs> yeah, he, was, he worked in the garage, right. I guess. We'll yeah, be they, back they, in a moment. They, we couldn't even get the president of the company for the uh, for baseball. <laughs> but now, thanks to our good friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal in Your Money Now. Well, we had a pretty decent day today. Stocks were higher at the close for a fourth straight day. The, <clears throat> excuse me. The Dow Jones Industrial Average posted another triple-digit gain. The Dow gained 143 points today, moving to 24,919. The Nasdaq Composite up just three points, and the S&P 500 gained nine. Microsoft is cutting prices on its Surface devices, introducing a $399 tablet to compete with Apple's least expensive iPads. The new 10-inch Surface Go is the least costly among the five devices Microsoft makes. The Surface Go is aimed at the same people who might buy Apple's 9.7-inch iPad, which starts at 329 The NFL Players Association has filed a grievance over the league's new national anthem policy, saying it infringes on player rights and is inconsistent with the union's collective bargaining agreement. The revised rules require players on the field to stand and show respect for the flag during the anthem, but they can stay in the locker room if they want. The new rules allow teams to enact their own disciplinary policies to address violations. The NFL enacted the rules as a way to try to end the recent protests. I'm Bruce Vail with your money now on 1500 ESPN. All righty. Thank you, Bruce. Uh, this traffic sponsored by Jersey Mike Subs. Not a bad start. We do have some congestion and uh, a couple of incidents. A crash on 35W northbound north of Washington Avenue. The right shoulder there is blocked. Another crash on the south side on 35W northbound at 82nd Street. The right shoulder there is blocked. Want to win a rocking trip from Jersey Mike's and Pepsi? Stop into Jersey Mike's today to enter. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends August 14th. See official rules at Pepsi. Rock this way. Dot com. Forecast 70 tonight, 92 tomorrow. 
Uh, right now, it's 82 degrees. Here's John Hyde in the Sports Talk TCL Broadcast Studios newsroom. And he's <laughs> in the hot Joe. tub he now. Joining the tub. Yes. Yes. Nice. Twins in the tub. Nice. Partly sunny and 82 degrees. Twins Royals tonight at Target Field. Aaron Schleggers with another start for the Twins. Veteran Ian Kennedy is not having a good season pitching for the Royals. Coming off the DL, I believe. Is he? Ian Kennedy, yes. He's 1-8 and eight so mm. far this year. A ERA over 5. World Cup action today. France shuts out Belgium. Ooh. One to nothing. Big Belgium rooting section here in this yes. building, man. Yeah, Everybody. Sean, a big fan of big Belgium. Big fan, yep. Why? I don't know. I got to have someone to root for. Huh? I, I just rooted for them because I think Belgium needs it more than France. You know? <laughs> little, little country. Belgium is basically a concept. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they don't even know what language to speak. They got the French, French, the German, and the Flemish. Yeah. Well. Following months of speculation and guessing, the PGA Tour today officially released the 2018-19 wraparound schedule. And as Mr. Royce predicted a long time ago, the inaugural 3M Open at TPC Twin Cities in Blaine will be played July 4th through Johnny, I did more than predict it. I said it. You said it was happening. Yes, (laughs) Yes, you didn't just predict it. You said that's that's the way it was. Uh, news notes from today, Wait Park police say two men were killed last night when the vehicle they were traveling in was hit by a wrong way driver. Ooh. Release said 61-year-old Richard Tomlinson of Grantsburg, Wisconsin, was driving a 1970 Chevrolet El Camino eastbound on Division Street West near 4th Street South when the car was hit head-on by a 2010 Chevrolet Malibu driven by 28-year-old Charlie Barnett of St. Cloud, Barnett's vehicle traveling westbound in the eastbound lane. Wow. Tomlinson died at the scene. His passenger in the El Camino, 77-year-old Roger Nelson of Clearwater, died after being transported to St. Cloud Hospital. The release said Tomlinson was in town to test drive the El Camino and possibly buy it from Nelson. Barnett, was that on Division, you said? Or where, where was it on? Uh, Division you? Street West yeah. near 4th Avenue South. That... Uh... That's basically their main drag, isn't it? Yes, yes. Barnett was taken to St. Cloud Hospital. The release said he's being guarded by law enforcement, will be transported to the Stearns County Jail. When he's discharged from the hospital, charges are pending. It happened last night around 7.15. A pharmacist from Maple Grove has pleaded guilty to charges he tried to steal drugs from the pharmacies where he worked. Court records show 49-year-old Jeffrey Grothos entered guilty pleas to four counts of felony theft by swindle in Hennepin County, sentencing scheduled for August. Release from the county's attorney's office in April said Grothus was accused of stealing about 20,000 pills of five different drugs. That's a little more than he needed. I was going to say, you know, what's the point of being a pharmacist if you can't grab a little pick-me-up once in a while. But right. 20,000 pills is a little different. I, I don't uh, quite know that they teach that in pharmaceutical no, school. Right. Maybe you're, it's a perk. You know, you've, you're giving somebody a, a 30 of them, right? 30 painkillers? Why not? Take a couple out. Where they, are they going to count 28, them? let's Who's go. Who's going to count them? They're going to be sitting around anyway when they don't use yes, them, right? that's true. The, uh, 20, a young Jimmy Stewart would have noted that. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that scene yeah. in It's a Wonderful Life? Yes, yes. Rook? My Mary, don't you know me? <laughs> Mary, welcome to the hot tub, Mary. Mary, come on in. You're an old maid, Mary. As long as you guys were talking... Barbara uh, did sound a little like Jimmy <laughs> As long as you guys were talking Blazing Saddles earlier, I wasn't in here, wasn't able, uh, and I haven't thought about Blazing Saddles earlier today when 
uh, Joe, you came over to fill out some stuff we needed to fill out. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get my mouse to work. Right. Mm-hmm. And all I could think I'm of shocked in, by that. All I could think of in my head because the mouse works great for me was the scene where uh, Mel Brooks is the governor's trying to use the the toy with the rubber ball in the end, and he can't. <laughs> right. And Harvey Corman picks it up and uses it perfectly and said, "Hmm, right again, sir." So all I could think of was <laughs> this thing's defective. How come I always get a defective one? <laughs> Mongo only pawn in game of life. All eyes were on President Trump last night as he announced his nomination of Brett Kavanaugh for the Supreme Court, but not all viewers apparently were excited to watch. Apparently, the president angered Bachelor Nation when ABC cut to his announcement during the Bachelorette. Mr. Trump's primetime announcement meant Bachelorette fans were cut off from the reality competition dating show for 20 minutes. Did we not then go back to it? Uh, they they went back to it, yes. But Especially in Minnesota, it's a Minnesota gal. Yeah. Is it Becca still? Becca yes. Cuffrin? Is it Becca's Cuffrin? throwing out the first ball tonight. Really? At the Twins game, I huh. heard that. Uh, though viewers did not actually miss any moments from the show, which picked up where it left off after the announcement, some still took to social media to complain about the interruption. A lot of fans pointed out this wasn't the first time the president had interrupted the bachelorette. He's not making America great again. <laughs> His meeting with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un preempted part of the June 11th episode. Oh, no. One viewer joked, this is the second time the government has interrupted my bachelorette viewing, and I'm about <laughs> ready to switch to a political science major and run for president oh my God. so no one else's Monday night will ever be ruined again. Wow. All right. Uh, America uh, Joe, 2018. Joe, i got to ask you a question. <laughs> The twins' slogan that they came up with for Rosario, except mm-hmm. the Rosie, mm-hmm. did you know where that came from? No. Neither did I. Except this I, Rosie. Neither did except I. Except this Rosie. Yes. Apparently yeah. it comes from... Are the Bachelor and the Bachelorette the same thing, just a spin-off of each other? Well, the, it's male and female, but yes, but, they're yeah, essentially but they're the, the same, same thing. Show. So yeah. the chicks are picking guys right. and the guys are and picking chicks. And then apparently when you pick the chick or pick the guy do both of them say except mm-hmm. this rose mm-hmm. that means that's I what the twins it. came up with yeah except this rose you uh, Duluth foghorn <laughs> that please i can't find it right at the, uh, uh, this off is the top of my baseball. head this is how we baseball mm-hmm. except this rosie except this rose. god they got oh, no gosh. chance 18 and oh they're like the black girl on the bachelor <laughs> they got no chance <laughs> <laughs> watches that well what age group I not don't. 60 to 70 year olds i can tell you that <laughs> yeah, right now not, not, not 70 to 80 year olds no uh, it's you, it's you the got your, uh, you do got you, your freshly graduated 18 year old mm-hmm. and then you've got your senior in college 22 okay. year old and then the 49 year old we're doomed it's mostly <laughs> females audience mm-hmm. both sides <laughs> oh no, Joe! Will you, you fire can't, him, no, you please? Can't no, I'm not fire him. No, he just do it. He raises his hand. He watches. Well, he goes to cat videos. No, I will say it was on in my house. Yeah, I did not sure. sit down yeah, and watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I couldn't do, because if I walk in the room and something's in my house I don't like, I go to another room. <laughs> See, we have one TV. Technically. 
technically I, I did wasn't watching it because I was looking down as I was oh painting God. her oh. toenails. So right. I didn't actually see the You would if actually you go to, admit that in if public? you go to the Instagram, GL Rookie oh Thirteen, God. you can see the Take the uh, GL part of it off. Yeah. <laughs> God Almighty, you're getting worse by the minute. I tell you, that picture was posted all over social media the other day. It was. It was kind of. I wanted to taunt a little bit, and I knew that the GLers would react. Holy mackerel! So technically, I didn't watch the Bachelorette. You know, Joe raises an interesting question. When when is the Cat Video Festival this year? It's coming up, isn't it? Yeah, really good food there. Really good food. food. You know, I, I, I've told you guys about the wow. time that... If only John would keep talking a lot. Oh, I told you about the time that uh, Highland and I were drunk at the baseball winter meetings out in Fat City, and we ate from the tamales cart. And a couple of days later, they arrested a guy out there selling tamales that were made out of cat. Ooh, wow. Mm. Did you start licking your paw? Right. Them's good eating. Update on the story. Very tender cat. Update on the story we had a while ago, an FBI agent accused of accidentally dropping and firing his gun while he was dancing at a Denver night spot. Uh, he can carry his weapon again. Oh, good. A judge approved the change to Chase Bishop's release conditions today. I think those guys are just, those FBI agents are just a bunch of hounds. You think so? I think they spend all, I think they're worse than athletes. I think they're just a bunch of hounds. You know, I'm in the FBI. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. I can't tell you, I'd have to kill you. I want to frisk you. He's got the plastic badge. (laughs) 29-year-old Bishop, who lives and works in Washington, D.C., is charged with second-degree assault in the June 2nd shooting incident. Uh, When the weapon, he tried to pick it up after it fell, it did hit somebody in the leg when it went off. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bishop had his protection order modified to allow him to carry his service weapon both on and off duty, so long as it's done in a manner pursuant to FBI policy. Mm -hmm. His lawyer said the FBI strongly encourages its agents to carry their guns when they're not working. A bishop's blood alcohol test, which won't be released, don't warrant further charges, prosecutors told the paper. Colorado law prohibits anyone from carrying a gun under the influence of alcohol, so apparently he was not under the influence of alcohol. He was just dancing up a storm. He was just dancing. Trying to get lucky. He did a backflip if you missed the video. His gun (laughs) fell out of his waistband. (laughs) He uh, reached over to pick it up, and that's when the gun went off, hitting Mm -hmm. the fella in the leg. The man who was wounded and his family had no objection. What's his name, Barney? (laughs) His name was Chase. The family's not angry? The defense said the man who was wounded and his family have no objection to Bishop carrying a weapon. Injury was serious, but the victim should recover. I would not have that response. Did he get a little settlement? He must have got a little He did a complete backflip, and then the gun fell out. As he picked it up, it went off. It reminds me of the poor when he was at a wedding one time, a little overserved, and he did the backflip on the dance floor right into the tea cart. (laughs) The silver tea cart was everywhere. In Australia, authorities have caught a saltwater crocodile measuring almost 16 and a half feet long. Wow, one of the biggest ever caught. Hmm. Uh, weighs 1,322 pounds. It's believed to be 60 years old. It's the biggest ever removed from the Catherine River in the remote northern territory of Australia. It was moved to live out its days at a crocodile farm. And it will appear at Jim and Ray's zip line of death. <laughs> <laughs> Sherwood Country Club is where. 
Oh, uh, yes, sir. Jesus. God <laughs> almighty. Sure. Sure. We're back in the hot No, Sneezy. The hot tub. Sherwood Country Club is where Tiger had those night matches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But they didn't have like to sneeze and talk like this. Thank God there weren't any 16 and a half uh, foot uh, uh, crocs there. You say that for oh. sure, what, eh? Oh. <laughs> oh, not the forest, but the country club. Right. <laughs> not, not Sherwood Forest. Okay, That's Kelsey add, again, doing the work that you guys should I got to ask you a question. Who, me? Are you, using oh, one of your, are you using one of your Wednesdays tomorrow? Do you have an answer? Not tomorrow. How many do I have left? What's the count? You're at three. You're at three now, three. and the Let's dot has done. started for I the fourth. I got two left. I got two left. Yeah, three full, and then there's a fourth. No, no. I got two left. I got two left. Well, you got that fraction, though. You There's no early. fraction. Right. There's you're no fraction. Left the, a little you're going to have to miss yeah. the red light for, you're going to have to miss the light for one of those days. <laughs> we have renamed it to the Barbara Carlson Memorial Mayoral Wednesday. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> Rangers had been hunting this crocodile since it was first spotted in 2010. It took I saw the pictures of this it. thing. Well, it was rather large. Why are they large. picking on it? What's the size it? of a Honda Accord. Yes, but why are they picking on it, Johnny? Why did they have to remove it? Well, I think they don't want a croc that uh, big in a place where people oh, habitate. Oh, there yeah, are. Yeah, but people. we had the one guy on the golf course forever. And he was, you know, part of the crew. He was big, yeah. yeah. He was big, too. Authorities routinely move them in Australia, apparently, away from people, according to this story. In fact, last year, 371 crocs captured by rangers in the Northern Territory cities of Darwin, Palmerston, and Catherine according to the department's website. John, if an yes. alligator fought a crocodile, who'd win? Who do you think? I'm going with the croc. Who are you betting? On? They're bigger. Crocs usually Crocs are bigger. Are bigger. Huh? Uh, who's got the bigger mouth? Who can open the mouth does. wider? I think a croc does. Okay. Well, this guy would have defeated anything on earth. <laughs> <laughs> In Florida, Earl Stevens Jr. told investigators he was not drinking while driving. He said he was just downing bourbon while stopped at traffic signals and stop signs. Oh, wow. He's not driving. He's parked. (laughs) Stevens' explanation did not keep him out of jail on a DUI charge following a June 27th incident in Vero Beach. Indian River County Sheriff's officials went to a McDonald's that day for a possible disturbance. A woman said a vehicle behind her in the drive-thru kept hitting the rear bumper of her car. (laughs) Oh, my God. Whoops. She pointed to a vehicle driven by the 69-year-old Stevens of Vero Beach. Stevens said he's never had a valid Florida's driver's license. Deputies noticed he did have an open bottle of liquor in a brown paper mm-hmm. bag in the passenger okay. seat. They asked him how he was doing. Police said he smelled of booze and answered he felt pretty good. <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. Check this out. Good so right. he wasn't driving. He would only drink when he was stopped. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He said he was drinking Jim Beam bourbon from the mm-hmm. bottle, and he said Ooh. he was drinking at stop signs. The he affidavit- saw that Mila, Mila Kunis ad and went out and got himself <laughs> a jug of Jim Beam. The affidavit said he further explained he was not drinking while the car was moving and only when he stopped for stop signs or any traffic <laughs> signals. He said he imbibed actively from Port St. Lucie to Indian River County. He said there's a lot of stop signs and traffic signals between those two areas. He's starting to build a pretty good yes, case. he is. <laughs> uh, his blood alcohol content uh, at the time, uh, 0.15 and later 0.14, both the higher than the 0.08. Wait, Literally how did it go down? Yeah, well, he, he kept quit drinking after smooth. police. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, police arrested him. He drank a lot of water. A couple hours later. Uh, Stevens also had two earlier DUI charges in Missouri. Mm-hmm. In British Columbia, 
Abbotsford Police Constable Harv Mangott keeps running across over-ambitious motorists trying to haul too much with too little. This past weekend, uh, he put on Twitter he was involved in handing out more than $2,000 in fines to a driver who tried to tow a precariously balanced sailboat that was stabilized with pallets and duct tape. (laughs) Did you see it? Yeah. That idea. A decent boat. Mm -hmm. This guy had a trailer, and he duct taped the boat to it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That'll... Set it there. Good right. advertisement for duct tape, I guess. Tweets, uh, tweets from the constable showed pictures and said the trailer also had no brakes, while straps were held together with duct tape. The trailer and boat were towed away. Uh, just earlier, a week earlier, excuse me, the constable had tweeted pictures of a small car he pulled over. It was weighed down by an astounding amount of wood and brush. When told why he was pulled over, Mangate said the driver replied with, No need to worry, sir. I tied it down with my old garden hose. <laughs> <laughs> that driver also ticketed. Hmm. A grandfather who was asked to record a marriage proposal in New Mexico ended up accidentally recording video of his own reaction instead. <laughs> that's, that's, I can identify. You, you can relate to that. I can relate to that. I was just going to suggest he's the first guest in uh, Technology Corner with <laughs> right. Joe and Pat. He had it turned inward. Huh? Jay's flouting was visiting Sandia Peak Tramway in Albuquerque with his grandpa, John Hart, when a fellow tourist asked flouting to record his marriage proposal. Said he handed the man's <laughs> iPhone to I his... I would have done that. To his grandfather, and you it guys was look great. only after the proposal that everyone discovered Hart had been holding the phone backward. <laughs> Flouting wrote on YouTube he thought he was filming the proposal the whole time, but all we saw in playback was his genuine heartfelt reaction to the proposal. Hart said he actually struck up a conversation with the soon-to-be groom before the proposal. Uh, luckily for him, the groom just laughed about it. Uh, I was so excited I couldn't hold my binoculars still. Johnny's got to do traffic. We better let him go. Okay. talking about Thousand Oaks, California, where the Dallas Cowboys originally used to go for a training camp. They still go, to, even though they have one of these fancy-dancy uh, new facilities at home, just like the Vikings now have, and they have a stadium in there, I believe, with a roof on it. They still go to Oxnard, California for a training camp. Uh, right on the water there, nice and cool breeze, and they stay there from July 25th to August 17th. Even though they could do it in Texas they in an air-conditioned right, building. They could stay right there. They apparently like that old tradition. Where's of, uh, Green Bay? Is Green Bay still Green Bay in, is right there. Uh, they they the, basically have St. Norbert's. They used to have it at St. Norbert's, but I think they just have it right at their own facility now. And uh, they, uh, I saw that uh, Coach McCarthy this year is only going to have one practice a day in the middle of the day. That'll upset those Packer fans because they used to like having the morning and the afternoon uh, practices. Has there. Kansas City long since been gone from River, River Falls? Falls? Yes, I think they're down in Kansas City. I don't know. When you're in a real hot climate, how do you have football practice? I mean, it's bad enough here once mm-hmm. in a while. I don't know how how you, how they get away, how they do it when they're in a real hot climate. I know the Jets used to be at Hofstra. That's where they would have yes. their camp. Well, you know that the New York Giants, I believe, trained two or three years at St. Peter, Gustavus. Really? I think it was at Gustavus, yeah. What do you have coming up? Years. 
Uh, I have Hollis Gavner to talk about the officially having the July 4th uh, that hot weekend uh, 3M open. And uh, we also have Tom Kelly talks the ball. So uh, we're in good shape. And Brad Lane's going to stop in with a couple of Barbara Carlson stories. Uh, of which there are uh, several thousand. Several thousand. We'll, we'll uh, limit those to uh, ones that uh, will uh, fit into this quality broadcast. The uh, Twins are eight. What do we get to now? We're, we're eight 40 games. and uh, 48, I believe. We're yeah. eight games below 500. Mm-hmm. And if they sweep this home series, they'll still be two games below 500. If they win the rest of them. Right. Beat Kansas City beat twice Kansas and then City, Tampa Bay Tampa. four times. Tampa Bay, one of the surprise teams of the year, having a very good year. They just unveiled their plan for an 800 and some million dollar dome stadium on uh, on the water in Tampa. Really? But uh, now all they got to do is come up with the money. They got the plan. Yeah. They don't have the money. 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 83, and tomorrow it sounds like we'll have to uh, uh, have Operation Stay Cool because we're going to have the uh, heat index. Uh, Patrick is next. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring. After two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability, Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time. And clearly, he's not ready to hang up the cleats. Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every sport. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.